Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. And uh, it's probably going to be the usual, I'm afraid. It'll be something from the last week. Games, movies, TV, if that's been a thing in the last week. Um, and I'm going to say Jim, because I think there probably was Jim at that time. Uh, yeah. If you're not checking us out on YouTube, please do. There is a YouTube channel. You should go and look at it. Um, there is a mixture of videos, and uh, if there's not a video, there's all, always a, a lovely picture to go with it. So uh, check us out on YouTube. Just just search for CookieCast. Anyway, here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Okay, here we go. Hi, it's uh, it's Cookie. It's Cookie Cast. You know this already. I don't know why I have to go through it. I don't know. It's just habit, I guess. Habit. Kiss a nun once. Kiss a nun twice. But don't get into the habit. That wasn't my joke. Huh. Um. So I've been listening to back to back, non-stop. Burtcast. I haven't listened to any other podcasts for it could be two weeks because I started pretty much from the beginning of the Burtcast. Uh, I've been working my way through, um, and then like Bert started doing this thing where he's got he's got his wife who is called Lee Ann to uh, to like come and join him to do the intros and stuff while he does like the reads for the advertisement and stuff. I was like. Well, I have my own Leanne. So I was like, why don't I get my Leanne and get her to come on the uh, the Darkest Timeline podcast? So, for all those times that I say to you, one of these days I might get a guest for the Darkest Timeline podcast. Today is one of those days. So, uh, formerly Stats Mistress, podcast alum, all around great guy. No? <laughs> if you like. It's uh it's it's Leanne everyone. Hello. Thank Hello. you for having me. Yeah. Um so straight off the bat. Any any dates you wanna promote? Any dates? Yeah. Any you know where you're gonna be at certain times? Any comedy clubs that you're playing? Um, I've not got anything lined up right at the moment. No? No. No. Um, I've got... Got a birthday party to... Uh, I've got a birthday party to, to organise and sort out. Wow. Uh, Mother's Day. That's Mother's Day fast is. approaching. It is. I must speak to my mother and see if she needs a small gift. I've forgotten about the importance of buying for your own mother. Now that I'm a mother. Hmm. I kind of got wrapped up in the uh, the birthday situation, so I'm more of a. I keep going. Ah, uh, yeah, it's Mother's Day. I need to sort that. Out. It's not not your job. No. No. Gotta get the uh, gotta get the baby on it. Yeah. 
cool. I'll let her know. Tell her to get a pocket money out and uh, send her off to the shops. She's probably got more money than the pair of us. That's always the case. I've always said all of my children are much, much, much richer than I am at any given time. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Master alone. <laughs> I'm sure one of them can hook me up. Um, so yeah, it's the one of the rarities where it's a, it's a it's a guest darkest timeline. I think this is second the second time there's been a guest. Luke been on. Luke technically did. Uh, 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 did he? Uh, technically, did the darkest timeline podcast. I think. Rings that a, that, that rings was the a bell. intention. I don't know if that's how it that out. I have oh, no man. idea. Uh, let's say it did. Yeah. Let's say let's let's not and say we did. Say it with authority and believe it. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be the normal sort of routine, the way you guys are are used to the uh, the th- something from the week of which there is a lot. Um, I'm going to get Leanne's take on some of those things. So, uh, you know, I know that you guys want to know what Leanne's impression of the phrase sliding into my DMs is. I get that. I feel you. I know. Um, so, you know, we'll get to that. Also, um, you'll be able to let the people know what, what games you've been watching, what games you've been playing, what stuff you've been watching, what movies you've seen this week. All that. That'll be fairly quick. Sure it will. <laughs> uh, anyway, I mean, I, I imagine five minutes into this podcast, you kind of work it on the principle. You know how a guest works, so let's uh, let's just dive in. Get down to it. Uh, number one on my list is, ironically, new pod new podcast equipment, and by that I mean new audio equipment. For the podcast. Um, it's been. A couple of weeks at this point in time. This is why you don't have guests. Because they're a liability. Like when you have a guest that turns up. And repeatedly says the place you work. When in 250 podcasts. It's never been mentioned. Pretty sure it was four times. <laughs> So it's like two weeks at this point in time. I think two weeks. It's only been a week, hasn't it? Uh, okay, it's been a week. Um, it turned up not last Friday, the Friday before. Yeah. And then we unwrapped it all on the Sunday. Yep. We did our unboxing and tutorial video that went swimmingly. Yep. Absolutely no hiccups whatsoever. And we didn't have to revisit that. The- that actually gets uploaded at this point in time. Obviously, this is all going to get a bit muddy, uh, but at this point in time, that get, actually gets uploaded tomorrow. Okay. Um, so you guys will have naturally checked that out on YouTube because, it, like I said, it's tutorial video. Um, so there's that, uh, and by now, I'm sure you are aware of the absolute joy that we had trying to get the audio equipment sorted. Since then, there was there was the podcast we did. There was the football, the wrestling. Yep. I 
did a podcast somewhere in there. You did, but you had to revert to the old microphones because it was on the day in between us first doing the unboxing and then revisiting the end. But... Because we had to change yeah, the settings but I would, back, didn't we? but by then I would have known that it all worked. So I, I did one and I ended up with a bad back. Oh, okay. I did a podcast and I sat where you're sitting now. That's something about this one. We ummed and ahed about whether to turn the cameras on or not. Um, but we were not pressed for time, but it was going to take that bit longer and it was just it, it dragged on into the evening and stuff. And ultimately, when there's never been video for the Darkest Timeline. Obviously, if guests become more of a thing. I have guests and I have podcast co-hosts and things like that that specifically request not to be on camera. And I will oblige wherever I can um, Leanne said that she would have preferred to be on camera because she knows that people like to look at her face but um, I did not say that those are your exact words no, people no. love to look at my face I didn't say that. my my face <laughs> you just kept after a while you just kept saying my face I thought you were broken um, so there's no video there could have been and right now anybody who's listening to us on youtube is like i mean that would have helped um so there's been a series of podcasts done with the new equipment yes. i did one last night with his lordship who you know didn't have any issues with it i don't know i haven't listened back to it um, i've listened to several parts of it i've like skipped through it and it went, it, it was, but that tells me nothing from, as I've learned from experience. Um, we have, we have a, a, currently we have an audio issue. So it goes like this, wrestling podcast, took a little bit of editing, that did have video, and uh, I had to like move video backwards and forwards and stuff like that to be able to get it in line. It did have some issues, however... All in all, it was serviceable. Of last week's podcasts, it was the only one that I know of, because I haven't listened to mine, it was the only one that I know of that was quote-unquote okay. All of the other ones had issues. And that issue is what is basically slow audio. As I said to somebody, a couple of people over the last couple of days, I've looked uh, on the internet for uh, in the region of about 20 hours for this issue. I've found a multitude of different answers, all which, when you try and put them into practice, are not answers. I have made a series of changes to attempt to combat this issue. I am crossing absolutely everything. Right now I'm thinking, what are the chances that this is doing the, the problem? Um, the worst one of all was the football podcast. We had four people in the room. Don't know if that might have been part of the issue. But the audio was atrocious. Couldn't use the video. Had to bin the video because the video was fine, as it, as it would normally be. Uh, but was so out of sync with the audio because the audio was running slow. I think three and a half minutes into that podcast, it was 10 seconds out of sync to the video. It was unsalvageable. So the the weird thing was that I had to bin the video, which was perfectly fine, and go on, go on with the audio 
which was awful. Um, me and you did a podcast. Yep. We did the second part of the unboxing and the setup video. Yep. That was half an hour long, and the last three minutes were in slow-mo. The only thing that I could narrow that down to was there's a point where I cough, and then after that, my audio is slow. You said that after you coughed, you could hear that like something popped almost. Yeah, yeah I don't... Caused interference somewhere. I don't, I don't know. Um, I've looked at a multitude of things. There was, uh, when I was researching yesterday, whilst I was um, at work, there was a point that it was like, change this setting. Everything it said, it was like... Um, people are experiencing like 10% slower sound. I was like, that's that's it. It was like, it's a simple thing, change it like this. And as you can see, these two numbers, there is a 10% difference between the two numbers and that's all it is. I was like, oh my God, that's the answer. I'll do it when I get home, everything will be fine. Got home and found that my setup was already set to that configuration. So, was a little bit of a disappointment. I've, I've changed a series of other things. Um, but I don't want to be I don't want to be that guy but I predicted this this is exactly what I predicted I said I like technology technology doesn't like me it's because you don't have enough knowledge and experience of it to because I'm stupid is what you're... no to are do we, the fine we, tuning are we going down that route no okay it is that reason well, I yeah. am I am stupid it's not stupidity. It's you've never been taught this stuff. You haven't had the experience to know what to do. But I, I don't. I don't know whether that's. I mean, it's not like I've gone to a music production company and said, "Can you please sell me your your really high technological piece of equipment?" This is available to Joe Public. So how does Joe Public know if there is not a single answer on the internet anywhere? Maybe a podcast listener can help. Yeah, I tried that one. Nobody responded. No, an actual listener, like, listening to this. Listening right now? Yeah. Pardon me. Um, it's one of those. Uh, it, it, it's the way it goes. Ultimately, a lot of money was spent to get equipment to solve a problem which ultimately just caused a new problem. Um, there was even a conversation where I was like, well, you know, the old setup wasn't that bad. It's like, yeah, wonderful. Fingers crossed. I'm, I'm, I'm crossing absolutely everything at this point in time. It's just been a massive drain. And... I think uh, like when we were doing that video, I kept saying, I was like, you were there to stop me from losing my shit. I don't think I did lose my shit. Not on camera. Wow. <laughs> I think I, I think you meant to say, your honour, at the end of that one. No, I think out of the two of us, I was the more hacked off. Matt, I think the point was that I prepared quite extensively for it to go wrong yeah and I don't know whether you know sometimes it's like well is that a self-fulfilling prophecy is that a it went wrong because I said it was going to go wrong for those who didn't know what a self-fulfilling prophecy is a little bit of mansplaining there or I, I, I've thought for a long time that I'm 
I'm just cursed when it comes to like technology stuff. I feel like I'm I'm cursed. That, that's not the thing. No. No. Curses. Curses. Okay. Curses aren't real. Cool. So when that gypsy witch said that I was cursed <laughs> and technology would never work for me <laughs> for as long as I lived, that that wasn't a thing. That didn't happen. You dreamt that. Okay. Cool. So yeah, the the uh, I mean, how many weeks was I was I saying on the podcast? Oh, I'm going to sort some new uh, some new equipment out. You know, that was that was a thing. I was going to sort some new equipment out, and and that's what happened. And then yeah, you know, don't know if we're actually that much better off. Well, when you listen to this one, it'll be another test, won't it? Like I say, I don't think there's anything that I can actually cross any more that I can actually cross at this point in time. Hammer to. So, I had a conversation. I did a podcast last night with uh, Mister Mister Luke, and um, not actually on air, not actually on the podcast. We had a conversation about um, like how much to share. And I was saying, like, I'm always trying to be as truthful as I can. Okay. Um, but I know that I'm holding stuff back. I keep stuff back. Um, there are various reasons for that. Um, I, there are just reasons. There are reasons that I don't say certain things. That I don't uh, use certain names. I don't, I don't use names and things like that. Yeah. Um, I don't give out anyone's address or phone number, you know, those sorts of things. I think that's just like a podcast rule. If somebody doesn't want a name used, you don't use that name. And, GDPR. And, and, and stuff like that. Um, I, I am fairly open about um, being a parent. Um but I also feel that, and and this was ultimately the conversation I was having, like I was having, I was saying that I don't know if I'm holding stuff back. Like I say, it's acceptable for me to not say my one of my daughter's names. You know, I have I have ways of referring to them because that's that's that. But then to to not talk about something is that me not being truthful enough? And that was where I was at. I was having this internal battle, internal struggle. Um, so I'd written something on my list, and I'd actually written this on the list last week because I knew that something was coming up at the, at the weekend. I knew I was going to do it, and I knew that that would be something that I would definitely want to talk about on the podcast. Um, and that was that there was a, now I have to say it right, a cast and crew screening of the Zomblog movie. Zom I can never say it. Zomblogalypse. Yeah. yeah. So I can say it. Yeah. Uh, there was a cast and crew. It wasn't the premiere. It was a cast and crew screening for a... You guys do... You know, you gave up your time. You, hard work and effort and so on and so forth. We want you to see the movie before it rolls out to festivals and to potentially be sold. Um, so that was that. Um, and I went and I watched the movie. Um, 
it was an enjoyable experience. It was I felt I felt a little bit panicked because uh, early early doors in the movie. Uh, the, there's a uh, a bit where they go to a place. I'm not going to spoil anything because I don't know what can and can't be spoiled. Uh, they go to a place, and I was like, "Ooh, I recognise that place." The reason I recognised it was because I was in a scene in that in that place. Um, and as the scene went on, I quickly realised that my scene had been cut from the movie. And I was like, oh, here we go again. Uh, the story, the, 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 the very famous story is um, I was in a couple of, uh, of Miles' films. Miles has been on the podcast talking about movies and stuff. I've been in a couple of those films. One of those... And not only was I cut out of, I was digitally replaced in that film. Um, it was a crushing blow to a to a budding actor. I'm not only to find out in the screening. Only to find out in the screening. No, no pre warning. I, I hadn't been told, and I and I'd taken people on the hey, I'm in this movie. Let's go and watch it. Um, that was great. Coming out of that screening was amazing. Uh, yeah, trying to explain that one away. Um, so this was very early on. I was like, uh, yeah, here we go again. Um, as it was, further into the film, um, I appeared. I didn't go... Uh, if I'm honest, I didn't actually know what the film was about. I knew... <laughs> I, I, I knew that it was... The guys that did the web series get so far and decide to make a movie about the zombie apocalypse and from scenes that I'd been in and that I'd witnessed I knew that a rival filmmaker let's go with decides to make a different film at the same time using you know footage and stuff uh, I like I say I don't want to spoil anything but I I, I I genuinely went to watch the film and then I wanted to see if I was in it and I wanted to see you know it's nice to see yourself on the big screen and ultimately see what all the hard work and effort was around yeah it's uh, been a long see the, time the end production. In production they were saying it was like two years it took to get it get it to that point um so I went and I watched it um there were there were points where it was like oh this kind of has the feel of X film. Um, there was a there was a, a feeling. Uh, 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 it feels like three films. Like at one minute they're doing one thing, and, and then the next minute they're doing something else, and then the next thing they're doing something else. So it feels like three different films almost, um, and. Um, I can't think of what I was saying. What was I saying? It's three different films. What was I saying before that? Oh, whilst watching it, it was like, oh, this this feels familiar from something else I've seen, from a different uh, a different film I've seen, sort of thing. Um, there was some good jokes, gags. Um, there was a a really good like a laugh out loud. Point so you lolled. Yeah, I lolled. You lolled all over the place. Lolled. I hate uh, that. Right. Uh, what's that one? Uh, Rolfed. Rolfed. No, ruffled. I was going to say we can't say Rolfed. No. No. Um, 
Ralph was from the Muppets. What? He was from the Muppets. Was he? Yeah, he was the little brown dog on the piano. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so, you know, there was a genuine laugh-out-loud point. Enjoyable experience. Uh, there was a Q&A at the end, um, which wasn't overly long, because I think not not loads of people had loads of questions. You know, I think by then a lot of questions had been had been answered, and there was a, there was going to be an after party that night. Um, so that was that. It was in in Thursk at the cinema where part of the movie was filmed, so I knew where I was going, kind of, and and stuff like that. And it was it was an experience that was generally quite enjoyable. Ideally, wouldn't have had to drive to Thursk. I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying, you know, Thursk's an hour down the road. Okay. Um, cinema. Watch the movie, drive an hour back, job done. But it was. Was what? It was. It was the repercussions of my actions, which I'm still. Okay. Dealing with now. Um. And that that was the that was the thing I had to, I had toyed with the do I just talk about the movie or do I talk about how that affected the weekend and stuff? As I, as a parent, so you have to you have to make decisions and you have to make the best decision you can with the information that you have. And sometimes. And sometimes it's more often than not, and other times it's sometimes it it's the wrong decision. You only know that with hindsight. Ultimately, I made the wrong decision. I shouldn't have gone to Thursk. I shouldn't have gone to watch the movie. I should have I should have done what I said originally, which is tried to find a way to see the film another way. <clears throat> and I didn't do that. And I thought it was, you know, initially I thought it would be okay, but ultimately it was, it was quite a selfish thing. Like, I want to do this. I want to go and see something. I, I, I. It's a lot of I statements. <clears throat> was it the right thing to do? Probably not. Almost definitely not. So, that's kind of, that's kind of that. And now, where are we? It's Tuesday. So four days later, I still feel guilty. I'm still racked with guilt for the fact that I did that. And we had to suffer. We had to suffer through those consequences throughout through the whole weekend. Yeah, and it, it it's just one of those things that you didn't know that that is how things would pan out. I didn't know that. No. Should I have known that? Not necessarily. Did I know it was the wrong decision? Possibly. There was, there was an element of when I was leaving and leaving everyone at home, there was an element of, I'm not sure this is the right decision, but I, at that point in time I felt like I've committed to this. You were already invested. You know, I was pulling off the drive. Um, but... <laughs> There was nothing to say that I couldn't just 
drive the car back onto the drive. <coughs> so yeah, I wasn't sure how I how to tackle this subject. Was I supposed to just talk about the movie? You know, the conversation that I, the conversation that I've had with uh, someone who shall remain nameless is. I don't want to talk about X on the podcast. I don't want to talk about that on the podcast. I don't want that out there in the world. I don't want this, that and the other. I don't want people to look at it. I don't want people to know that. And all of those conversations to me are surrounding the stuff. It's like, okay, that's fine. But that's sort of stuff people want to know. Yeah, I guess it's... You've got you, to be comfortable. You, you have to respect people. You, you have to respect people's decisions. You can't spring something on somebody. You can't say to them, uh, cool, let's talk about this traumatic experience you had that I'm aware of. He could. Yeah. And they'd just be and like, they can say, I'd rather, I'd not, rather not talk about that. Yeah. yeah. And that's was, people with in listen, their rights to say that. I was listening to a podcast today. A bird had done an intro. And it's like I need to, I need to make you aware that in the podcast we talk about this, and uh, then the person that I'm talking to revealed to me. It was I I don't know why I'm I'm not saying. It was talking to Whitney Cummings, female stand-up comedian, um, more popularly known these days for doing the stand-up with the sex doll that cost a hundred grand. Um. So it's part of a stand-up special that's on Netflix. She's got this this sex doll, and it's a hundred thousand dollars. Wow! It costs to make, and it's got her face. Okay. Uh, that was part of the expense. Um. And he's like, I need you to know that we're getting into a conversation about um about abortion, and we're talking about it, and everything's fine. And then so far through the conversation, she reveals that she'd had an abortion when she was fifteen. Wow, okay. But that's like, it must be 20 minutes into the conversation. So by the, so when I listened to the podcast... Put his foot in it. I listened to the podcast and I was talking to Tom. I said to Tom, I'm listening to a podcast at the moment that is like watching somebody fly a plane into a mountain in slow motion. Because obviously you know what's coming. Like, when they're talking about it and she's defending the rights and stuff. And he was saying that, essentially, he was just trying to make a joke originally. And he was like, I've got no dog in this fight. I was just... He was kind of saying he was being a dick. But he was also trying to make a joke. <laughs> and this sort of stuff. But she was heavily defending rights and, and reasons and things like that. And then, 20 minutes later, 20 minutes into it, she then says... This happened to me. It's in my book. So obviously there was another element of he's not read the book as well. Yeah. You know, he's got this guest on. So, so there was all of this. and But then, like I said, I knew this was, co- this was coming and it was like, Bert, you need to pull up, mate. You need to get out of this conversation as quickly as possible. But obviously he didn't. Um, and he still put it out there. Well, like, he does these intros, and like some of the intros to the podcast now have been like half an hour long. A lot of that is advertisement, right? Okay. Which you know, advertisements, advertisement. Yeah. You know, nothing in life's free and all that sort of stuff. Apart from Cookie Cast from your uh, local podcast vendor. Um, 
getting your own bit of advertising. Luke, Luke was having a go at me last night. He's like, you can't keep doing that. It's like, self-promotion. I need to promote the stuff myself. Nobody else is going to do it. It's like if I mention a particular podcast, like, I don't know, uh, when me and Sam watched The End of Evangelion, and then we did a podcast, uh, The End of Ava, parts one and two, brought to you by CookieCast. Go and check them out. Um, <laughs> you know, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I listen to... I'm listening to a lot of Bertcast at the moment. He talks extensively about his children, about his wife. Their names are out there in the world. Um, he talks about being a, a dad and uh, kind of about being a bad parent. You know, the jokes he tells on stage about being a bad parent. Not all of them are jokes. <laughs> he said about one point when he was writing his book, the, the book people the the public the publicists were like we will take absolutely anything from you any book you want to write we'll take from you apart from a parenting book <laughs> um a how not to parent I, I i listened to bill burr where he talks there was a long time where he wouldn't say his daughter's name on the podcast yeah i think he said it a handful of times now the rest of the time he just says my daughter and obviously I have a I have a, a structure for how I talk about the girls it's like my eldest my middle daughter the baby <laughs> those, are, those are how they those will, are, their those will ha- are how they will be known out there in the world that's their names um, that's fair enough I, I, that know, might change over time I think about I think about private parts. Whose private parts? Mine a lot. <laughs> Why do they burn? Um, I think about the movie Private Parts, and there's a physical point in the movie where he makes the decision to be more open, and probably to you know Howard Stern. If anybody who doesn't know, there's a movie Private Parts. It's about how Howard Stern went from small town radio to being the biggest DJ in America. At a certain point in time, um, so there's there's a physical point where he makes the decision to to become that person, um, and I'm I think I'm having that internal. I think you just battle. find your comfort level, and that will that sort of line will move over time. I was, I was, you know, I was talking to, I was talking to Luke about it last night, and I was saying, you know, huge part of the, of the podcast is a legacy thing, is to leave something behind, for, for those children. Well, you want them to listen to it. Just, you know, there's just a, you know. It, in theory, it'll always be there until the zombies take over, because I don't think the zombies are interested in YouTube. YouTube will still be there. But no zombies will be watching it, will they? No. Somebody needs to keep it up and running. Um, in every every zombie apocalypse, the first thing to go is the power. Yeah, but it would still exist in the ether somewhere. There's a point in time that you get back on track. We'll find out soon, anyway. I mean, it's, it's days away at this point. Yeah. I'll yeah. T-virus. <laughs> Anyway, I was putting that in, out into the world. Um, I, your your help was in, invaluable with that one. 
Um, I'm not here to help. <laughs> I've noticed. Yes. <laughs> you just right. talk at me, and I agree. I want to talk. I want to talk at you now, and I want you to agree. Okay. Um, about. Again, this is another one that I don't really know how to talk about. It's just something that struck me from listening to an uh, extensive number of podcasts recently. <coughs> one of the people that um, that Bert has on a, a fair amount, um, Tom and Christina have had on, that Joe Rogan has on quite often, is a guy called Joey Diaz. Yes. Joey Diaz was, uh, by his own admission, for a long time, just a criminal. He was... He just his his favorite thing that he talks about is robbing drug dealers, and that was like his kind of like his bread and butter because presumably he was taking the drugs and the money. Okay. So he'd live okay. off the money and and take all the drugs, you know. Especially, I think he was robbing coke dealers, and he was big into cocaine. Um, he's done various acting roles. He always gets a call for like Italian gangster movies. Um, I think one of his most famous roles was The Longest Yard. Okay. I mentioned him to, ironically, I mentioned him to Tom the other day. Uh, and he was like, don't know who that is. I was like, I can't imagine anybody. If I went up to anybody, I was like, do you know Joey Diaz? They probably wouldn't. Uh, I said to him, like, he was in The Longest Yard. Have you seen that? And he said, yes. And I showed him a picture and he was like, oh yeah. And then he quoted a line from the film. I've never seen The Longest Yard. I have not. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say either version, because I'm pretty sure the Adam Sandler version is a remake. And I think the original might have been the Rat Pack. I, I, I'm pulling a face right no now. No idea. I think a lot of that. Obviously, I could look it up. I could look I it up. I try not to do that. Why don't you look? I could look <gasps> it up oh for you while you talk. Um, I can be useful. So I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Joey Diaz. Uh, he, he's incredible. He, he basically got to a point where he realised, and I think ultimately he realised that his stories about his life and stuff were amusing. Yeah. And he's now a stand-up comedian. Okay. And I've watched him, and I don't, I don't roll around on the floor laughing. <laughs> Who does? Um, I'll be. I will be doing that next Tuesday. I tell you this right here and now. I'll be on that floor right there, crying with laughter. What's next Tuesday? I think you know what next Tuesday is. No. Oh, yes. Hey, they're big boy time, isn't yes, it? Yes. Yeah. And then go in somewhere. And then the week, and then the week after, we can tuck into uh, your favourite. You know, ball hog. Ball hog. Is that Tom? Tommy Buns. Um, I think Mark Marins has gone live today, maybe. That might be worth, worth a little watch. There only seems to be one film called The Longest Yard. And that is the Adam Sandler. Oh. Prison inmates form a football team no, to challenge the prison guys. No, isn't it, but is it Burt Reynolds? Oh, there is. It's called The Mean Machine. With Burt Reynolds. It's come up in the same search. Yeah, I think I think the Longest Yard is a remake of the Mean Machine. Yes. In fact, Burt Reynolds is in the Adam Sandler one as well. That would uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Are this Chris Rock? Yes. Okay. And Joey Diaz. 
Through um, is not listed, is it? He won't, won't be. He'll be down, down on the... Uh, so, basically, he became a stand-up comedian because he had stories that people found amusing. He has a certain perspective on the world and he has a certain... Like, the way he conducts himself. He's, he's loud, he's brash, he's... Was he in Sopranos? It's one of those. I would have thought so, but I honestly can't think. I've just brought a picture up and he just he looks familiar. I can't think what role he played in The Sopranos. No. Okay. But I would have thought he would have been. He's actually Cuban. He's not like Italian or anything, but he comes across as like an Italian mob boss. Yeah. Type thing. And I think there are points in time where he talks about messing with the like the Italian mob. Um, so Joey Diaz is very loud he, his um, his stance on like drugs uh, he's, a, he's a he's a sort of a wake and bake kind of guy he likes his edibles he likes his prescription drugs he's got a big thing for Xanax but he's so completely open about it he's like you know he gets up he smokes a joint he um, you know, when he goes on stage, he takes his Xanax, and, he, and he's, but he's got it down to a fine art. Like, if he's flying, he knows at which point in time he needs to take the Xanax and eat the edible and, and all of this. And he's just... He, he posts stuff on social media, and, it, like, he'll it, say, it's Friday, or it's Monday, or whatever, like, whichever day... And then we'll make reference to, and uh, somehow get into that the statement he's making about slinging dick, and that's that's like that's how he is. That's how he talks. Nice. So for the guy that he is, something that sort of come through. The more that I've seen and listened to stuff that he's been on, is the kind of person he is. If you're friends with him, and especially his friendship with Bert. Um, and like Tom and Joe, like if you watch him on any Joe Rogan podcast, he he refers to Joe Rogan as Joe Rogan. <laughs> he said that's what he says. He says da 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 Joe Rogan. Very uh, Um and I'm sure it was like the. The next day after Tom had recorded one of his specials, but now I think it wasn't Tom. I think it was Bert. They're doing a podcast. They're talking about like recording this, uh, and then it's like, oh, Joey, uh, Joey's on the phone. And when when they do podcasts, they always answer the phone. And they'll okay. put it on speaker, and it's like, oh, just oh, let bring you know, them into the like they they phone uh, Bill Burr one day. It's like you're on the podcast. And it's like I don't agree to this, <laughs> and stuff like that. So he answers the phone. Joey's on the phone. And it's like. Dog, how was it? It's not hi, how you doing? Uh, you know, I immediately down to business. How was it? It's like yeah, it was great. I'm glad I put a fourth show on. It really paid off. I think we definitely got the footage on this. Oh, that's fantastic. That's wonderful. Bert ran the LA marathon. He finished. He spoke to Tom Ari. Spoke to Joey Diaz. Joey's like, you're an absolute legend. I'm coming to your house now. I'm coming to your house tomorrow. We're going to record a podcast. We're going to, and it's the way he talks about his friends, and he talks to his friends, and he communicates with his friends. And he's just this 
super he's super positive he's like like the way he interacts shit uh, the way he interacts with Bert, it's just like you can tell there's genuine love there, and he's and he's a good friend because the first thing he does is he contacts him immediately. How was it? I I'm so proud of you. You've done this amazing thing. You've achieved something. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes and he, and he's telling him how the best way to recover is like you need to go and you need to get this and you need to recover in this way. And so, and I was like, I got to a point. I was like, man. I wish I had a friend like Joey Diaz. <laughs> yeah, someone, someone that cares. Yeah. So I wrote it on my list. The list is legendary at this point in time. Um, I imagine that's what will be on my headstone. Write it on the list. I put it on my list. Um, or I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wrote on my list uh, a friend like Joey Diaz. So then the next day, the way the way the list works is I'm writing the list. I'll start writing the list tomorrow. Yeah. If something comes up, I'll write it down. Yeah. And I have seven days to make enough content for the podcast. Yeah. Sometimes the podcast is light. Sometimes it's heavy. That doesn't sound right. Um, so I wrote on my list, I wish I had a friend like, a friend like Joey Diaz. The next day, I get a text message. From Joey Diaz? From Joey, no. <laughs> From podcast alum and all-round great guy, Thomas Quinn. And the day before I'd said to him, oh, Tom, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this thing. And it wasn't, it wasn't great. It was like, oh, man, I've got to do, I've got to do something. And it's not, it's not great. He'd misunderstood what I'd said. And he thought that I was doing it the next day. Okay. So that day I got a text message, a WhatsApp message, from Thomas Quinn. How did it go? Like, how did what go? <laughs> oh, I thought, you, you said yesterday that you were doing this. It's like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not doing, I wasn't doing that today, I'm just doing that in the future. All oh, right, sorry, I misunderstood. And I was like... Tom's he my, is. Tom's my Joey Diaz. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm spending all of my time saying, oh, man, I wish I had a friend like Joey Diaz. But you have one. But I've got one. So and now Tom he needs to that. be Tommy Quinn. Tommy Quinn? Yeah. Why well, call him Tommy Buns after Tom's go? Okay. He doesn't like it. He Feels actually, like that's had, already taken. He actually but... asked me not to do it, not to call him that. <laughs> I have not stopped at any point. <laughs> Let's call, but him, it's like, let's call him Tommy Q. That's got a bit of a ring to it. Kind of encroaches on other people's names. Does it? Yeah. Um, so, uh, and it's like, I was like, like for a, like a mental health thing, I was like, oh man, I wish I had a friend like that, somebody that checks in on you, like immediately, like the, the first point they can, they check in on you, and they're like, how are you, how are you doing? Because that would really help for like mental health stuff. And then somebody who's like super positive and they they build you up when you feel down and they tell you that you can do the things that you don't think you can do and, and they're there for you. And, you know, I I owe a lot to Tom. Tom took me from being in a really bad place and gave me the tools to be able to 
to, to move forward. And he helped me and he, he built me back up. And he was one of the, one of the people that is responsible for, for that. For example, we will eventually finish this podcast. Will that be today? It could be today. Okay. It could be this week. <laughs> Bear in mind we're still going through the this week. <laughs> you need to tell us about the games you've been playing. Um, we will finish this podcast. We'll go and have something to eat. And I'll go to the gym. The reason for that is Tom. Okay. Tom, that's one of the things that Tom gave back to me. By saying, oh mate, let's go to the gym. What you need to do is get yourself in the gym. Come on, we'll go we'll go together. Come on, let's go and do this exercise. That's all down to Tom. And it was I like I say, this was another thing that I couldn't quite I knew I couldn't quite get it across. Going from feeling down, oh man, I wish I had a friend like that to the realisation that I do have a friend like that. I wonder how, how many important that is. How many other people are in that situation where they're like, I wish I had this I friend. I wish I had X. And actually, they're so blindsided that they don't realise that they do have those friends. And it's almost taken taken for granted that you have got those friends there, but you don't appreciate them fully until there's a bit of a different perspective. And that is a problem. Yeah. You know, uh, something that I wanted to put on, on the list, and I didn't, but now, we're, now I'm going to mention it. Obviously, we've got all this stuff about the coronavirus going on. Number of posts on social I've media. I've heard of it. Yeah, have you seen any mentions? Um, the news hasn't. It's not in the news. I don't think. Okay. That's part of the problem. Yeah. Coronavirus. Nobody's coronavirus, talking about never it. Heard of it, mate. No. Um, and the and the and the number of social media posts that you see about. Can you imagine if we reported suicide the way we report? coronavirus and then it just re- I said to you about it, I was like it yeah. just repeated it yeah. it just said can you imagine you know like what I just said the the statistics around how many people a day die from cancer heart disease suicide um, and, and it just boiled it all the way down and then like at the bottom it was like please wash your hands yeah you know, this sort of stuff. The running joke is, why is it all of a sudden that washing your hands has become a new thing? Um, it's important to know that you have those those friends and those people. Yeah, to recognise that you because do. Because I went, I was on a downward spiral. Men- mentally, I was like, oh man, I wish I had a friend like that. And then the next day, I was on an up, I was on an upswing going... Oh, you know, I do have a friend like that. That means a lot to me, and you know, that sort of stuff. Yep. So, big shout out to Tom Quinn. He's an absolute fucking legend. Legend. Back to the list. Um, I mentioned this at the top of the podcast. You got to say the top of the podcast. That's something I've I've seen a lot of. Is that the start? Um, what is your opinion on the phrase? slide into my dms i don't i don't really have an opinion it's not a phrase that means anything to me i don't even know what a dm is direct message okay i think is it a blackberry thing <laughs> it used to be i think it's a twitter thing okay i think I you can I tweet the twitter 
but you can send someone a direct message and there i think it's bigger in america but i mean i'm sure somebody will correct me on this one i think people also use it as like almost like a dating app yeah and you can send someone a direct message a dm okay and say hey i i think you look nice hey i saw your last tweet it was funny do you want to get a drink i think that's a thing okay but the the it's it started out as like a comical thing for people to say about sliding into people's DMs, and then I think that's basically what it's called. Yeah. And as a phrase, it makes me feel physically sick. <laughs> Why? I don't know. But it may it actually makes me feel physically sick. I hate it. Is it when people have said to you, "Can you stop sliding into my DMs"? I think the more common usage is something like that. It's like, oh, you know, stop sliding into my DMs. And I'm like... But that, that people have actually told you to stop doing that. Oh, and me? That's what's, yeah. No. I've, that's what's I, made you feel I, I don't know if I... I think I've sent one DM in the entire time I've been on Twitter. Okay. Maybe. And that's when you were told. And that's where I, no. And I've it's ne- just I've stayed n- with no, you since I've then. I've never been told that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so where are you hearing it? I listened to a podcast today. Okay. Where uh, Nikki Glazer was on Burkcast. Again, I've listened to two almost back to back with Nikki Glazer on. I. I struggle with Nikki Glaser. I, I, it's made me question a few things about myself with the way that I struggle with how she comes across. But she must say it every other sentence. <laughs> so when you get in that sort of that barrage of it, and every time it's like it makes me go. Ugh. So when you're just listening to something and basically spending your whole time going, ugh, ugh, ugh. It's as a phrase. It it make it makes my skin crawl. I hate it. <laughs> okay. Just thought I'd bring that. Up. Yeah, doesn't do that to me. But no, you, I, you I, love sliding into people's DMs. I've never done that. No, no. You have to tell people to stop sliding into your DMs. I've never received a DM, but I'm not on Twitter. But I hear it a lot on like the reality TV stuff that I watch. Oh. So you know what it is more than I do then. I've heard. You've heard of it. Referenced. Referenced. Like I was saying, I didn't know what DM was. Um, the last thing that I had on the um, on this, I've recently had a conversation with um, one of the uh, the co-hosts of one of the podcasts about podcast length. Yeah. Um, and the opinions around whether a podcast should be long or short. Um, I, you know, I'll tell tell anybody this. As far as podcasting is concerned, I'm prepared to try anything once. And I'll try it again to to get a barometer, is that the right way of terminology? I'll try anything. 
there was a, there was a point in time where somebody suggested doing a podcast in a pub and i was like that is literally a recipe for disaster that would be a struggle alcohol external noise people talking about stuff that they shouldn't be talking about that's going out into the into the internet into the ether you could just get into a lot of trouble for it i rec- i recorded a really 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 long i think it was like three and a half hour podcast complete every every minute of it was completely unusable because the whole time we were recording the podcast the tv was on in the background okay and it was it was the masters it was the like golf was on the tv i was like you'd never be able to use any of that um so there's an unknown and all this today one of the podcasts that i went to listen to today was over three hours long and i was looking at it like oh yeah yeah that works for three, you. three hour podcast I like the sound of that and it and i was saying to uh podcast alum paul williams is it me or if you see a podcast that's three hours plus do you just get super excited about it it's like oh yeah that's a that's a lot of juicy content right there. If it if a podcast is less than two hours, that I'm that I'm going to listen to like an hour and a half, two hours, I'm less interested than if a podcast is three hours plus. Yeah. It's and the, I don't know what that what that is. I suppose when people are having a conversation, the longer it is, as I say, it, the the more juicy, the more meaty the content must be because it takes a long time to get through it all especially if it's somebody that you like listening to and they've got a guest on and it's a guest you want to listen to so this much you can't go much much further wrong than if you see the words joe rogan and kevin smith in the same vicinity (laughs) as each other you know that podcast is not—it's not going to be any less than three and a half hours, and it's going to be a pure joy from start to finish. I—I've spoken about this on a podcast a little while ago. I talked about when I knew there was something wrong with the podcast I was about to listen to because it was a Joe Rogan and it was under two hours. Yeah, and I was like, "That's—that's that's not that's not a good sign." I wonder why that was, you know. Sometimes you get people who come come to do podcasts and not here, but sometimes people come and they're like, yeah, you can have one hour of my time, that's all I can afford to give you. That's understandable. You hear a lot of people, especially on like the Burtcast and stuff, you hear a lot of, um, oh, I know you've got to get off. Because you're dealing with people who are very busy. Well, yeah, famous people. But... The Anthony Jesselneck, Joe Rogan podcast was under two hours, and I very quickly found out why that was. Why? Because it was awful. It's one of the worst podcasts I've ever listened to. For what reason? Because there was a point where they were talking about the weather. Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure I said at the time that I listened to half an hour, and I was like, cool. And then you could tell that they both knew they had nothing else to talk about. Okay. That podcast was over at that point in time. If you're sitting with somebody and you know that you've got nothing to say and the other person hasn't can't carry the conversation, yep. you should just pull the ripcord. That should have been a half-hour podcast 
and they should have just gone well it was good content yeah we covered what we needed to but it was another I'm sure it was another minimum of another hour and like I say there was a point where they were talking about the weather and is it Tom that does a joke Tom Sequoia does a joke about if you're having a conversation about the weather you're a piece of shit <laughs> I don't know you're like you're a real piece of shit for this conversation you know that don't you <laughs> Um, Probably. That right there is my week in podcast. Okay. Okay. Now it's your turn. For what? For what have you done with your week? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I haven't made a list. Oh, man. I specifically told you to make a list. They didn't tell me to reflect on my week. No, and you know why that is, don't you? Why? Because uh, of the because of what's coming coming to a podcast near you. What's that? Your podcast. My podcast. When when are you doing your premiere? Premiere. I don't know. Soon. I don't like to think about these things. Wow. Um. So. I was saying to you yesterday. I've got loads of stuff that I need to start watching. Yeah. I haven't. Yep. So there's Altered Carbon Season 2. Yep. And there's something else. Castlevania Season 3. Yeah. I never watched the last episode of Season 2 because I couldn't imagine what it had in it. Because the second to last episode completely tied absolutely everything up. How so is I there never, a Season 3? I never watched the last episode of Season 2. Okay. Season 3 has had a perfect score so far. Apparently it is hands down the best and it's apparently really good. Okay. Um, So I've got those two on Netflix alone. Um, I kind of gave up on that season of All or Nothing. I couldn't couldn't keep looking at Carson Wentz. (laughs) Very ginger. Um... Yeah, I, I, I wasn't really bothered about watching a season of American football when the team was the Eagles, when I knew the Eagles didn't go to the Super Bowl that year. Um, I just, I, I, I haven't had the time to watch stuff. Um, and I know I need to rectify that. What I can tell you is that I have been watching, I've been continuing to watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood in the gym. <gasps> Through in the end of the podcast. Um, I am, I think I'm now, it's now saying I'm on series three. I honestly didn't realise that Brotherhood was split into series because I just own a box set for Brotherhood. It's one box set. It's 52 episodes, I think. Which would make sense to be split into series if it was done that way. Yeah. Think about the original Full Metal Alchemist is four box sets. Yes. It's two series part and that's split into part two. two parts for each series. Yeah. The Brotherhood box set is just a box set. So I never realised it was like so many series. But yeah, we're now into series three. Of four or... I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's probably four series. 52 episodes. So 13 episodes per that series. That sounds about right. 
think it's that many. Anyway, um, it is still good. Yeah. The um, the people the the people from the other place have started turning up. Um, that that makes no sense. Uh, I think it's Zing, X I N G. Okay. Yep. Um, all of that all of that stuff was never in the other series of Former Alchemist. Um, and yeah, so um, the the prince, whatever the hell his name is, Ling, uh, he's now been turned into greed. One of the homunculus, homunculi. Um, oh, that's chair. Um, it, it, I mean, it, it's Brotherhood. Uh, I, I loved Brotherhood that much. I tattooed things from it onto my body. Um, that might tell you enough. If it doesn't, uh, it's Brotherhood is enjoyable. It gets me through horrible, horrible treadmill workout that I've got going at the moment. It makes me want to cry. You need something as a distraction. Yeah, which I don't know if this ticks the box because I've seen it before. But yeah. Evangelion did really well, even though I've seen that a bajillion times. Yeah. Um, so it's keeping me it's keeping me ticking over. Um, have you watched anything of I, note? I started watching a new programme today. Today? So, yes. Whilst the baby had a sleep. Really? Yes. And it's another one of those reality shows that I like to watch that are based around a bit like the Channel 4 Pottery one or the Blown Away that I was watching on Netflix. But this one is called The Apartment. And it's teams of people that have all got an apartment um, on a One each. One each. They're, okay. they're pairs. All the groups are pairs. Um, they've got an apartment per pair. And the competition is that they have to decorate a room in their... It's actually a house, not an apartment. Um, and the competition is they're all decorating a room, so that each week it's, it might be the bathroom or the living room or the bedroom. Uh, okay. And then there's these. There's a host, and, the, and one of the judges is Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen from... Grand... House swap? No, not house swap. Room swap? It used to be that TV show where they would swap houses with a neighbour and they'd each decorate a room for them. Um, anyway, here's the judge on it. And then okay. each week a pair is kicked out for having the worst style. And I think the winners go on to win an apartment um, with no mortgage attached to it in Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur? Yeah, that's where it's set. And they get to... Uh, be trained as interior designers. Okay. Yeah. I watched two episodes. Found it quite interesting. But as I say, it's one of those format shows that I enjoy. That was on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sounds like something that I will have to enjoy whilst <laughs> I eat my tea. At some point, yes. Um, okay, let's talk about your favourite subject. Which is? Computer games. You love computer games. Uh, I do love computer games. Um, how's your computer game time going? You've been getting that in a lot? I have not yet made that time. Okay. You know Animal Crossing comes out soon, don't you? I do. And I'm not allowed Animal Crossing. This is by my own decision. Until I have, A, played more of Luigi's Mansion. Which mm. is 
the game I currently have on the go, but I still also have Zelda in its wrapping from Christmas. Who bought that again? You did. Yeah. You bought me Luigi's Mansion as well, didn't you? Yeah, I was yeah. going to get to that. At least they were cheap anyway. But I'm playing that. It's it's still what, in the switch. What is your definition of playing? It is it's my current active game. That you don't play at any point in time ever. At this point in time, I don't have at the point brain of recording. capacity. <laughs> yeah, I'm the not playing right now. <laughs> um, I am no longer playing Days Gone. This this can't be true. The reason for that is because I finished it. But it turned Fully. out, well, it's funny you should uh, mention that. It turns out that the end of Days Gone isn't the end. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will say, if you've got Days Gone, if you've played it, if you are playing it, whatever, um, when the credits roll, keep playing that game. Go and look at your storylines, look at your completed percentage, and keep playing. However... Pardon me, I had a conversation today at work um, about the people who made Days Gone. They must have thought the game ended at the credits because that game just shits the bed. It's like, oh, we want you to keep playing, but the game's really broken after the credits. So all you've got to do is, like, the odd mission every now and then that turns up and hordes. You will know this because you've seen it. Hordes aren't hordes. They start out as a group of zombies, but then they just wander oh, yeah. off. Yeah, they sort of dissipate into... They just wander small. off into the wild. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's one zombie. I'll hit him with a baseball bat. Now I've got to go and find all the others. It's bonkers. And all you seem to have was a an indicative bar as to... The fact that you've not finished you that finished horde, that it hop. doesn't tell you how many are still where. out there no, it, or nothing. where they are. The other thing is, it'll go, oh, there's a horde in this area, there are three possible places you can check. I go, okay, I will go and check those three places. <laughs> I go, I check all three and go, so where's the horde then? It's like they've gone out for the day. Yeah, <laughs> which weirdly, that is actually a thing because they go out uh, at times of the day. Um, and it's like if they're not in number one number two or number three where the fuck are they Um, it got to the point where I was struggling to play it it was I wasn't enjoying it as much as I had been for these reasons the the game is quite badly broken at the point that I was playing it and this horde mechanic where they're not so much a horde as a gathering that dissipate. So, yeah. Um, I've had to move away from it because it was making me not want to play games, which isn't isn't great. Um, so, what I will say is, um, as a game, I'll pro- I would probably give it, you know, a, a seven, an eight out of ten. Um, I've I've reviewed it. I reviewed the sort of the end up to the end and all that. Um, it definitely needs to be looked at at the back end, like the after credit stuff. Uh, that's about as much I can tell you on that one. Uh, the, I, I, because there is such a complete and utter lack of any games that are out there, I decided that I needed to make a list of games 
that are never finished and go back and try and finish them. Okay. Uh, I've been doing that for a while now. Finished Horizon Zero Dawn, played Vampire from start to finish. Um, one of the games that was on the list that I am currently playing is MGS TPP. Okay. Now I've missed a bit out. MGSV TPP. What is this? As it refers to itself as. It's not very catchy. Don't roll off the tongue at all, does it? Not really. Nearly as bad as Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. Oh, okay. It takes a week to just say the name of this game. Just say Metal Gear Five. Yeah, that's how I usually refer to it. Um, I never finished it originally because uh, there was a point where you finished a mission and then they were like, here, fight this giant robot. What? And I couldn't fight the giant robot. So I never finished the game. It was getting a bit long in the tooth as well. And when I loaded it up recently, it told me that I'd only completed 46% of that game. Wow. Uh, it's another one of those games on the PS4 where you can't start a new game. Just like Assassin's Creed Syndicate, I found out the other day. Went to play that because I was like, I fancy giving that a go again. Uh, no new game option. Uh, the only way you can play a new game is by deleting your save. So while I was there, I deleted the save game for both of those games. Started playing Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm-hmm. Something that strikes me now is that this game might have potentially have what I would call the vampire treatment. It feels touch. I'm touching this table for those of you that can't see, which is everybody. Um, it feels very much like the game might have been made easier. It had a difficulty setting. It was, I remember this game being particularly difficult. And like I say, there was a point where they went, fight this giant robot. And I'm like, that's not a thing. And that was the end of that game for me. I couldn't get past that. And that was the end. Now, it's like you go into a base and whereas previously you'd sneak around and you'd be like choking people out, shooting them with trank guns and stuff. I've taken out an entire base by just fighting people. Okay. Just get into a fight and throw them against a wall and knock them out. And then just fault and extract them. And that's been that. I don't know whether it's just because I'm at the start of the game and it feels easier than I know it can be. Um, but I did a mission last night. And it's a mission that when I played the game originally, I'd done that many times that when I played it last night, I could have played it with a blindfold on. <laughs> I Honestly, I can't even, I can't stress this enough. I knew exactly where I was going and exactly what I was doing and exactly how to get there unseen. Managed to do all that. And then I also managed to, because I'd remembered that you have to fight these like super soldiers. But I'm like, no, just run. Don't fight them, just run. And eventually you just run away from them. Um, so I'd done that last night but even that I was like I don't know if if you, if you could just run away I don't know if it's just because I'm at the start of the game but it feels like it might have had a difficulty tweak I will keep you updated with that and I'll keep you updated if there are any other games that I end up playing uh, over the next week you saying that you made a list of the like, games you would finish it made me think if I had to do that Every game. Can you imagine how long that list would be? You finished Mario. 
Rich Marion. Honestly, it's one of the three games you finished in your entire I life. I did finish it, but then it opened up a load more levels. Wow. Yeah, so there's more to do. It's Pikmin 2 all over again. Or was that just the first Pikmin? No, it was Pikmin. I finished Pikmin. You didn't? I did. You didn't. I did, I just didn't do it. Didn't finish it? No, I that did was, that was what it was. finish it. You didn't. And I finished Ico. Yes. Because I couldn't play that game. No. That's how games went in those days. I'd try and play a game. If it wasn't for you. If it wasn't for me, then you'd play it. Yeah. And that's what that was Ico. Yeah, and I managed to finish that. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is actually kind of it, really. Um, as I always like to do, I like to finish up the end of the podcast with a little bit of a talk about going to the gym. This this week's going to be a little bit different. Um, I've mentioned a couple of times I was like I was being a bit cagey to start with, but I've mentioned the last couple of weeks about um, some weight stuff, uh, and I don't mean weights in the gym. I mean body weight. Um, uh, I'm happy to report that the weight that I put back on. Uh, like a, a week ago or two weeks ago, whatever. Uh, I have now lost again. Uh, I'm pleased with that, but as I've as I've spoken about before, I spoke to I spoke to you about this recently. I've spoken to the the pod podcast people. I'm not loving how how slow all of this is. Yeah. I'm also. Coming, coming to the gym stuff, I'm also not loving that. I don't feel like I'm seeing the results from the gym. I go to the gym five times a week. I, I've increased the weight that I am lifting and pulling and pushing and all that. Um, substantially in some areas, like barbell curls, like barbell, I've doubled the weight on that. But I don't feel like I'm seeing results. And I don't know I don't know if this is an age thing. Like obviously I'm getting to that age. If it's Are you doing enough reps as well as increasing the weight? I do three sets of twelve. The reason that you do you're supposed to do twelve is because it's supposed to engage cardio as well. Do you need to do four sets? Do your arms feel like they're falling off by the time you finish? Like most days, I feel like in the morning, I feel like I, I, I need a protein shake. Um, and there are times when, like, there are times like the next day, I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm re- I don't feel like I'm seeing the results. And I, there's a lot of, I'm like, you know, previously I was doing a lot of, like, I was taking supplements and. Um, like creatine and stuff like that. I I was having protein shakes at specific points in time to get the the most like the most gain from it. All of that. I'm not I'm not doing. I'm not particularly doing a lot of that now. Maybe maybe it's that. I just feel like there's something not right somewhere. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm losing as much weight as I should be, uh, and I don't feel like I'm gaining enough from going to the gym. So, need to have a look at that. The other yeah. thing is that, and and this could this could relate to the not gaining from the gym. I'm not doing I'm not doing anything different. 
I go to the gym, I do my arm workout, which is the same every time. I've added a couple of new things recently. I go to the gym the next day, I do chest. I go in the next day, arms again. I go the next day, back. Um, I've recently gone back to doing, to deadlifting, to doing deadlifts, and I've been doing like, um, those T-bar rows, and I've increased the weight on those, and those do seem to make, I know, I know the next day when I've been doing deadlifts. I yeah. feel every part of it. And now I've done a deadlift the next day. Feel it in your back. Um, well, I had to buy a belt to protect my back. And I swear, I mean, I swear by having a belt. Numbers, I mean, I've I've had a bit of a back problem since I did that podcast last week. Yeah. Because I was twisted. And then it's called me, it caused me a back issue. And it's been up and down. But that belt has been an absolute... It's not a lifesaver, it's a backsaver. Um, I just something's not right and something needs to change to make it right and I don't know what that is at the moment um, so you need to just try some different things I need to try it, I need to do something yep. what about your uh, have you been to the gym recently? I have not, no No. Well, I saw my dad at the weekend he was like what are you doing with the rest of your day are you going to the gym? I was like what? I don't go to the gym and he was like I thought you were getting back into it I was like no maybe maybe it was it was suggested maybe it was like oh, maybe maybe you should maybe you should go yeah. do you think have you thought about getting back to uh, the gym uh, maybe, uh, maybe no. it was one of them. I do wonder if he if he meant running because I have been trying to do some running and I had spoken to him about that um, so running is back on the cards however I've not been in over a week. To, uh, <laughs> um, but I have been a number of times. Um, my intention is to try and get out in the morning. You have already mentioned that? Yes. So, I can report back at a future date as to how that's panning out. Well, that, and can, that can be your first subject on your podcast. A running regime whilst yeah. training for... 10 mile in yes. October the 10 mile in October yes wonder if I should get a slice of that who would have the baby oh and it is not on a convenient weekend either oh yes um, oh this is a run I am familiar with I've done it three times Oh, at least. I think I think I've done it three times before, um, but it'll I be. I mean, I haven't. I haven't done it. It'll before. be two years since I did the last one. By the time October comes. Yeah, technically the baby did it as well. She did. She was. My. Heavily ensconced inside me. I mean, I don't know if we need to say it like that. Okay. <laughs> Um, so that is the intention to sign up and train towards that so that feels like going from scratch with running to 10 miles I mean, I mean there's a lot to be said for just having that thing to work towards yes I know, um, I know from my own all my running experience if I haven't got something 
booked in the diary. Bert did the LA Marathon. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been listening, like I listened to the podcast that he did after the marathon. And he was like saying about how people were like, oh, well, if Bert can do it, I can do it. He did it with no training. And they're like, yeah. eh. you know, he he runs as a rule, so there was no, but he didn't marathon train, and he did it. He did a marathon. Now there's a, there are these things. The LA Marathon, I think they were saying, is notorious for being downhill, pretty much the whole way. That's hard work in itself. Yeah, he was saying about seeing people get to mile twenty and just collapsing. And he had this thing with his legs where he thought his legs were going to go. All of this. But I might... Well, you know, Berk. Berk. Yeah. Well, the 10 mile is on the same day as the marathon. The Yorkshire marathon. The Yorkshire marathon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Oh, absolutely. Who would look after the baby? Take her with you. Or in the slip. <laughs> yeah. Just an extra weight to carry around. Like with. that guy that was doing the 10k with the uh, dumbbells. Oh, wow. That was interesting. You could have some kind of costume where it looks like she's controlling yeah. a giant Dri- robot. Driving the robot, like yeah. I always say to her. Yeah. Driving the robot. Yeah. Um, okay. that, that is it from me. Uh, you got any dates to promote? What uh, are you promoting at the moment? You got a book, book coming out? Book tour? I've got... Tour of the local uh, comedy clubs. My yeah. podcast. you got your podcast coming up. Yeah. you excited about that? Yes. I can see the excitement in your face and our eyes. Fear. <sighs> Do you end on a good news story? I just sort, sort of end. Like the, the, gym, the gym is the end. People know that they're finally free when they hear me start talking about the gym. Okay. Um... Do you have a good news story? No, no, I was just wondering. All oh, right, okay, I didn't. Uh, you're trying to crowbar a segment in. Yeah. Keep it. Feels like you should. You Keep should. <laughs> yeah, you should end on a good note. Sometimes I talk about like if I've seen like amazing numbers. Ooh. Speaking of which, you have the, got la- a good the, news story. the last week. Um, not one, but two massive spikes in podcast numbers. Um, could be flukes, could be blips, um, could be incorrect reporting. Uh, but one day it was like a two hundred percent increase, it was. and the other day was a two hundred and fifty percent increase. Who knows what that's about? Um, obviously, the podcast is out there in the world, and people are getting all over it. I had a bit of a situation in the gym last night with somebody who was there. I was like, is this is this going to be it? Is this going to be that like, time? Are you are you him? Where, it looked, I, I, no word of a lie. It looked like that was the situation that was going to go down. <laughs> there was just, there was this young lad who like, the, all the treadmills were free apart from the one I was using and the one next to me. And he turned up on the, on the one next to me and he just kept like turning like trying to catch my eye and smiling and stuff and he had his phone and I'm like is this going to be one of those situations where he's like are you are you him are you are you the guy and I'd have to be like yeah man 
Tell me. You, you want to take a picture? Let's take a picture. <laughs> no selfies. But yeah, either that or... I don't know. There was... There Took was, a fancy. There was something going down, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, saw so two ginormous spikes in numbers. Um, the rest of the the rest of it was fairly fairly standard. Just the two three hundred thousand listens views. You know, you know how it goes. <laughs> you know what it's like. You know what it's like. Good stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, the one thing I do have to end on is thank you for right. for travelling. Valuable. Your val- valuable time, valuable input. Thank you for travelling all the way down the uh, M1 to get here. Down the corridor. Taking the time out of your tour. And, uh, My busy schedule. I could have been watching the apartment right now. You could have. Or blown away. Yeah. Um, Back series of... British Bake Off. Bake Off. Garbage. <laughs> uh, when is your special out on Netflix? Um, Thir- think... 13th of never? Yeah, next couple of weeks. Next couple of weeks? Is it before 17th or of after? March. But... Oh, it's the same day. Oh, what? Uh, I'm going to detract from... Oh, you will be taking Burke. numbers away. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll be alright. I think he'll do quite well. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, big boy... 17th of March, peeps. Obviously, you've already got it on your calendar. Uh, Get it what? I will be doing absolutely nothing other that evening other than... Laughing. Watching, and then doing a live laughing. podcast whilst I watching. I might have to. And that would just be It'd me just be you laughing, laughing <laughs> for an hour and a half. minimum of 60 minutes, if not more. <laughs> right, okay. let, let's, let these, let's let these good people go. I'll let you go. I know you've got uh, you've got a call or I've got a, got a uh, conference call. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll let you go. Nice to speak to your people. They appreciate it, and I certainly appreciate it. I appreciate them listening. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, people. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another week gone. Um, yeah. Like I mentioned before, um, YouTube, if you're watching us on the YouTubes, give us a like, a share, a comment, then tell a friend, and then get them to do the same. Um, Jump over to cookiecast.com, that's for everyone. Um, Check us out over there. There's various ways that you can contact us through the website. Um, Email, send us a nice email, we'll read it. Might even read it on air, who knows. So yeah, there we go, that's this one done. Various ways to get in touch if you need to, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's do this again next week. Cool. Till then, I'm going to say bye. I'll see you then. Bye.